welcome to Let's Talk Diz, a show that gives you everything you need to know to help make your Disney vacation as magical as can be in just about 20 minutes. I'm your host, Jeff Coviello, and with me each week is Disney Master Sandy from Easy Diz by Instant Impressions Travel Services. Sandy, how are you this week? I'm doing great, Jeff. How are you? I'm feeling festive. I have my hula skirt on, I have my pork in front of me, and I am excited to talk about one of the originals in Disney World. Today we are talking about the Polynesian. It is a beautiful resort, and as you said, it is really where it all began for vacationers at Walt Disney World. It is one of two original resorts. And it's had a couple of name changes, but it's all tied to the Polynesian is, is really the, the standard bearer there. What is it that they're calling it these days? Today, it's the Polynesian villas and bungalows for part of the resort. And the main resort is Disney's Polynesian Village Resort. Okay. So we've got the history here. It is one of the original hotels. Anything else that we need to know about the history of this hotel? So part of why knowing it's an original hotel is a unique facet for it is that everybody talks about the Grand Floridian being the grandest, obviously, the top of the line. It's our only five-star resort on property. Sure. But interestingly enough, obviously, things evolve. And as times change from 1970 when they were first building this to today... They've really become all about square footage, like we've talked about in many of our resort episodes. So even though the Grand Floridian is that top resort, the rooms at the Polynesian are actually larger in square feet. Huh. Very cool. I know a lot of people that, that go to the Polynesian and swear by it. It is, it is one resort that they will not go off of. They won't try any other resort. So I do think it does have a very loyal uh, visitor base. I have a family, and I'll give a little shout-out. They'll know who they are here because I book their trip to the Poly all the time. Um, if they can't get the club-level building that they want, they will pick a different week. They will not switch to different views. They will not switch to different resorts. The Polynesian guests are the most loyal Disney guests I have seen. So let's let's ask that then. So who is the resort for? You know... It definitely has that nostalgic connection. So if you were, you know, two, three, six years old, and that was your first Disney glimpse, that's the big connection. It's for those that love deluxe. I think it's amazing for families. It's actually my favorite of the monorail resorts. Any particular reason why, or is there a bunch of reasons why? There's a bunch of reasons why. Um <laughs> It is beautiful. It has great views. But I'm all about convenience. And we've talked about perception versus reality before. And the reality is that sometimes the monorail, if you're at the Grand Floridian or at the Contemporary, aren't that quick if you need to go to Epcot. By the time you get to the monorail and then take it over to the Transportation and Ticket Center and get off the monorail and go down the ramp and up the next ramp and wait for the second monorail and change monorails, it would have been quicker to get on a bus. It just feels better because you weren't on a bus, you weren't folding the stroller, but it's not convenient. From the Polynesian, you can get on, they have their own monorail stop, but in about a three-minute walk, you can get over to the Transportation and Ticket Center yourself and get right on that Epcot monorail. That also means that depending what time of day you're going, 
you have the option, if the line is really backed up for the resort monorail when you go to leave the Magic Kingdom, you can get on the one that's going directly to TTC only and take that walk. Depending which side of the resort you're on, you could actually be closer to the TTC than to the Great Ceremonial House. And for those unaware, TTC, Transportation and Ticket Center. So you have here resort side rooms. Can you talk to me a little bit about that? So this is one of those DVC properties that we've talked about before, where some of the resort is your standard resort room that you're used to, and some of the resort is part of the Disney Vacation Club. So in our regular resort, these are going to be sleeps five rooms plus a child under three two queen beds and a day bed, limited rooms with king beds by request only. And like we've talked about in some of the other episodes, it's all about view. Um, You can get a standard view, which again, I translate to parking lot. You can get a pool or a marina view. So that's not going to be the same as the lagoon. A lagoon view also is not going to be the same as a theme park view. So some rooms have a view of the castle at the Magic Kingdom. You might get a lagoon view with a teensy glimpse of the castle, but if waking up and the castle outside your window is key, then that's what you want to do. And we get asked all the time, is it worth it? Because the reality is, depending on the time of year, there can be a pretty big difference in room rates. You know, do I want to wake up with the castle outside my window? You bet your life. That's awesome. However, there are times of the year where that could be two to $300 difference per night. Is waking up at the castle outside my window worth $2,000 a week? Only you know that. Maybe you've got super young kids and you're going to be in your room three nights to watch the fireworks from there. Maybe you only use your room to sleep. Then it's probably not worth that money. Being it's a deluxe resort, it also has rooms that have that club level access um, with the lounge where you're going to get breakfast, you're going to get snacks. It's got suites and it actually has a suite. We just love to say it in our office because it's very cool. It has a named suite. It is the only place on property where you can say, I stayed in the King Kamehameha room. (laughs) No, but I think everything you're mentioning there is is – is obviously a reason to be in touch with the folks over at Easy Disney Instant Impressions Travel Services because they're the only people that are going to be able to hook you up to know what is worth it for you. You can make those decisions along with a travel specialist. The one thing that we did not talk about yet is that the Polynesian has some uh, Disney Vacation Club rooms. We have mentioned that in some other shows that we did. Talk to us a little bit about the, the Disney Vacation Club footprint here at the Polynesian. So, so different than anything we've ever talked about. So you're going to drive yourself crazy looking for certain things on the website because they just don't exist here. There's only two types of rooms here and only one of them is what you're used to and not even in the way you're used to. So we've got the studios here. And I have to say, the Polynesian studios are my absolute favorite room on property. You've got the queen bed, the queen pullout, and the banquette. So they're going to be sleeps five and a child under three. But the reason that I love them is they have a split bathroom. So you've got a bathroom with a sink, a toilet, and a shower tub combination, and a second bathroom that is not what you'd ever think of as a half bath. 
It's a sink and a shower, and it is not just a shower. It is by far the best shower you've ever had. It is a rain shower. It is awesome. Again, if you're traveling with, sorry, all teen girls or four adults, having that second shower is so key in getting ready and getting out. And they're in a great location. I love where the studios are. They're very close to that transportation ticket center. Every place else we've talked about the studios, they have an option to connect to a one bedroom. And it's either a studio on its own or that studio connecting to a one bedroom, making two bedrooms. In the Polynesian, it is the only place on property where studios actually connect to studios. So two studio rooms can sleep up to 10. Accommodation-wise, it's awesome when you look at different price points because that two-bedroom sleeps eight. Here you've got two studios and sleeps 10. So studios, super unique. And that goes right into the unique bungalows. Yeah, very very different from a studio. <laughs> very different than a studio. Over-the-water bungalows like you would find in Polynesian areas. You've even got your own little plunge pool on your private deck. These are standalone rooms in the water. Um, as I said, they've got the plunge pool. They've got great little hammock type chairs that you can sit and have an incredible view of the Magic Kingdom. Two bedrooms, two baths, fireplace, full kitchen, full living room. Absolutely amazing. Um, and again, the attention to detail, the lighting, all phenomenal. And as I we was, as we said too, just just to jump in, and then you can finish your thought there. Disney Vacation Club designed property do not necessarily need to be a Disney Vacation Club member to book the accommodation. That is correct. So we can book those for people as well as regular resort rooms. Um, the availability is different, but when you're staying as a Walt Disney Travel Company guest, you're getting full housekeeping and all of those things. Um, but one of the things that really makes them a little bit unique, some people love it, honestly, some people don't, is, as I said, they are individual bungalows, and they spread out quite a distance. So you can put in a request that you want yours near that great ceremonial house, that main building with the lobby, or that you want to be near the transportation ticket center, but they definitely go quite the distance. So a lot of different accommodations. Uh, reach out to a specialist at, at Easy Disney Instant Impressions Travel Services to figure out which of those accommodations works best for you. Um, we can't talk about a resort without talking about food. We certainly can't talk about this resort without talking about food. Let's get our priorities out of the way, as you and I have discussed. There is Dole Whip on this resort property. There is Dole Whip, and it is so incredibly popular that there is a Dole Whip window. You can just go get your Dole Whip or the new spiked Dole Whip drink for mom and dad. Oof, it's dangerous. <laughs> All right. Um, you know, we're going to talk about it in, in a future show, in our second adult show that, that's coming up next week. Trader Sam's is one of the most unique and fun experiences you can have uh, in, in a play, in a dining or, or drinking establishment at any resort on property. Talk to us a little bit about that. It is an entertaining bar, and before 8 p.m., it is open to those under 21. After 8 p.m., it is adults only. It usually has a really long wait to get in unless you go right at opening. It is super small, 
but so much fun. You're going to have a drink and want to stay for hours. Lots of little shenanigans, different drinks bring different show elements to them. Maybe the lights go off and the thunder and lightning starts and we have to see if we can appease the tiki gods and do our uh-oh a chant. You'll never be the same after Trader Sam's. No, that's absolutely true in more ways than one. Uh, the next thing we have, Ohana means family and family means nobody gets left behind. And in this case, it means no food could possibly get left behind. <laughs> Ohana is a dining experience like no other. So much food. Um, they are a breakfast and dinner only. And again, just a reminder, you can dine at any resort in any of their dining. You do not need to be a resort guest to eat there. For breakfast, they are a table-side family style, all you care to eat. Mickey waffles and pineapple, of course, pineapple bread and all kinds of good things and characters. Um, Lilo and Stitch are there along with Mickey and some of his friends. So unique breakfast characters, as most of them are all Mickey and friends, but this is your one opportunity to get to see Stitch. They even do coconut races for the kids, so that's a lot of fun. Magic Kingdom views probably from about 30% of the restaurant, which is one of the reasons, besides the phenomenal menu, that it's super popular for dinner. A later night dinner, beautiful view of the castle all lit up, even a fireworks view. Even at sunset, too. Just just phenomenal. It's, it's a great spot. And if you're familiar with Brazilian-style dining, this is kind of, I tell people, it's that Redizio style. So all you care to eat brought table side, obviously, skewers of Polynesian sauce chicken and shrimp. And definitely, you know, don't be snacking that afternoon. You're no. going to leave there plenty full. No, and if there were, if I knew the Brazilian uh, expression for more, please, I would, I would, I would learn it and bring it with me. Um, the Kona Cafe is almost the forgotten restaurant right next to Ohana, but equally impressive. And for my opinion, breakfast just one of the best breakfasts on property. It is definitely known for its Tonga toast. Everybody heads there for it. Um, and as you said, it is the lesser known to Ohana, but it definitely is a reservation recommended or you could be in for a very long wait. So enjoy that opportunity. A little bit more low key because it's not characters for, I guess, that pick that deluxe dining plan or even that newer Disney Dining Plus who are looking for that second sit down a day. That's a great breakfast to do. Tremendous. Uh, Captain Cook's. That's their fast food. Again, you're going to find that. In our deluxe resorts, our fast food areas are substantially smaller than they are in our value and moderate resorts. But again, lots of great choices, everything from waffles and eggs for breakfast to pizzas and pulled pork sandwiches for dinner. The spirit of aloha. The Polynesian show. It is a two-credit dinner show that does include alcohol. They do two shows a night, six days a week. The first show used to be hula dancers and Disney characters. They eliminated the characters years ago, so don't book this thinking you're getting a character experience. You are getting communal dining. Um, so those long tables like you have over in Beer Garden in Epcot where they're going to seat multiple families together, and you're getting the stage show, everything from the fire throwing to the hula dancing. Very, very cool. Okay. 
we got a couple minutes here. We're going to run down some some recreation options. Cool. We do have some pool options. So let's talk about the dining at them first, and then we'll talk about the pools themselves. Each pool has a bar associated with it, everything from a typical bar to an option to refill that resort mug and some light bites. So super easy without having to go far. And at our pools, we also have the cabana option at the main pool, not over the quiet pool. Let's talk about the pools. I love the Polynesian pool. First of all, it's a pool with a view. Who doesn't want to swim and look at the castle? Yeah, it's not bad. Not bad. (laughs) It's also zero entry. It's got a great slide. And then they've got a separate kids area with a water splash and dunk tank, little slides, little water jets. So not a kid's pool, a splash area with a climbing structure. Lots of fun. Yeah. So as a parent of young kids, I consider things like that a pool now because my kids spend so much time in those, in those specific parts. They're, they're really fun for them. Um, it would... I think a lot of parents like the splash zones in some ways better than the kiddie pool. For those of you who are concerned about water safety, yeah. you don't have to be on top of your kid in a splash zone as much as you do in a pool. The concerns are very different. So it's a great way for the kids to enjoy that time, which, as you said, they certainly do, and a little bit of pressure off of you. Yeah, definitely. So it wouldn't be a Polynesian resort if there wasn't a beach. So there's obviously a beach. Beautiful beach, lounge chairs, hammocks. There is no swimming in the water there, but great spot to relax or even to view the fireworks. What about volleyball? Beach volleyball. What more could you want? Tough to beat that. A little marina that they've got there with with watercraft. We know your watercraft story there, Jeff. (laughs) We're not going to touch on the sea racers too much, but yes, you can take it. At a sea racer, you can take out a pontoon boat. Also, if you want to do a fireworks cruise just for your family on a pontoon boat, you can be picked up or dropped off at the Polynesian Marina. And just like a lot of resorts on property that are that are getting into the fitness craze, a jogging trail is also available. They've got the jogging trail. And then one of the other things that I love, they have a walkway that connects them over to the Grand Floridian. So if you want to walk over instead of take the monorail because you're headed over for breakfast, or maybe you want to walk past and see trunks in the wedding pavilion, it's a great way to get around. Okay. So we didn't cover a couple of things. I'm going to give you the floor. You can kind of go through them um, just one by one very quickly because we're out of time, but I, I do think it's important to say there are a couple of things here that we didn't get the time to give the proper amount of love. So go ahead. I love the Electric Water Parade. It is the longest running parade in Disney history and uses the least number of cast. And it comes by that beach that we were just talking about every night at 8.50 p.m. Head out to the beach to watch it because one of the other things we didn't talk about is the balcony situation here. On the DVC side, where we were talking about those studios, they've corrected it and all the rooms have balconies now. But on the resort side, they stuck with true Polynesian legend, which is that you can't have balconies on the second floor. It's bad luck. So obviously you don't have a balcony on the ground floor. They don't have them on the second floor. The only way to have a balcony is on the third floor. And the third floor leads me to my one thing that I don't love about this resort. As we said, it is the original, one of the original resorts built back in the 70s when people didn't have these humongous double strollers and those ECVs were not a thing. This resort 
boast the world's smallest elevators I have ever been in. I've said in previous episodes, I am an overpacker. I leave plenty of room in my suitcase for souvenirs. But I can tell you that my daughter and I, with our two suitcases and our two carry-ons, were all that would fit in that elevator. There was not even room for another person. So at peak times, the elevators do tend to get crowded. Um, Also, if you remember being at the Polynesian or dropping your kids off for Lilo's Playhouse, currently as we're recording May 2020, the Playhouse is closed with no set reopening date. They just weren't getting enough kids there. So don't count on that being a feature here, but so many other amazing features. You're bound to love it. It really is a fun resort. And as we said earlier, Ohana means family. And, and a lot of people that frequent the Polynesian really do feel like it is a home to them. Um, we did mention the Disney Vacation Club. Uh, and tonight's sponsor for our show is DVC News. For more information on the resort uh, slash restaurants, you can check out dvcnews.com. For more than a decade, DVC News has provided the latest news and information regarding the Disney Vacation Club timeshare program and its member resorts. Visit them at dvcnews.com, where you can sign up for their email newsletter, or look for them on facebook.com forward slash dvcnews, or twitter.com forward slash dvcnews, for any of your Disney Vacation Club information. Sandy, anything you want to say to close this show about the Polynesian? You're in for a real treat. It is as on point in authenticity I think the one thing we did leave out, or one thing that is coming to mind right away, is I love at five o'clock at night, select nights of the week, they actually do a fire throwing torch lighting ceremony. So they bring all of that culture. It is just an incredible place to visit or to stay. Well, thanks for sharing your expertise, and we'll catch up soon. That's a wrap this week on Let's Talk Diz. Be sure to reach out to the folks at Easy Diz by Instant Impressions Travel Services for any Disney destination planning. Make it a great week, and as always, keep making memories.